Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday, July 10th. Back with you guys again, TJ Pittenger, Richie Barnes. Um, another episode. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. We'll uh, we'll jump right into it. But uh, Richie, how was your weekend? How's it been so far? Good, man. Not a, not a lot going on. Just taking it easy. Um, if the weather holds up, hopefully, you know, head out to the pool a little bit later. But uh, yeah, just taking it easy for the most part. How about you, man? Pretty good. It's already rained here this morning, so hopefully that means we're in the clear for the rest of the day. I might have to pull here <laughs> in a little bit too, so we'll uh, we'll see what's going on. But uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Some some news just kind of hit the timeline that we'll talk about. Um, we'll talk Oof. a little recruiting um, today. Talk a little um, uh, some good news, some bad news, some conference realignment. Talk a little bit about the LSU game and, and a bunch kind of going on. So. Um, first of all, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations, 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. Appreciate their support. Appreciate all that they do for the show. Um, and we certainly uh, would encourage you to hit up Guthrie's. Make sure you get your box, Double Fries No Slaw. Um Richie, we'll jump right into it. Uh, first thing I want to kind of bring up and talk about, Florida State sells out, as some people get in here and we get this shared a couple of places, Florida State sells out their 30,000 ticket allotment for the LSU game. Um, the Superdome holds... Um, 72, I, I believe. I believe yeah, it's 72. 72. They can expand to 76, right? So I've got... Yeah, so I've got... Um, 74,295, right? So okay. 74,000, so just under half. I'd imagine that LSU got a very similar um, ticket. They may have gotten a little bit more because it's closer to them. We may get a little bit more in Orlando, but I'd imagine they got a pretty similar ticket number and then some goes on sale to the general public. So we would expect, I mean, at worst case scenario, 30 out of 75. A lot of knolls there, baby. Let's go. That's, I mean, that's... That's 40%, right? So you're not really going to notice a massive difference between 40 and 60. And that's if Florida State doesn't pick up any tickets that become made uh, to the general public. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, good news for FSU for sure, that, that that's sold out. I think there's a lot of excitement around that. And then we're obviously doing a tailgate. So I want to talk about that just very quickly and then get your thoughts on LSU. But, uh, yeah, go to rollupnetwork.com. You can get tickets to the tailgate. Or if you are a Rollup Network Patreon, the $15 level or above, you can get in for free. Um, tickets are like 50 bucks. So if you want to save $35, just go sign up to be a Patreon, but we'll have all you can eat, all you can drink. Um, Guthrie's Chicken will be there. We did confirm that that'll be happening. We'll have some local jambalaya. Oh, that's, that's confirmed? It's confirmed. Let's go. Let's go. So um, all you can eat, all you can drink. Don't want to miss that and uh, should have a really, really good time. If you're going to New Orleans, if you need any help or you need a link or you need anything on, on that, just hit me up. And, uh, and I'll help you out. You can DM the show. You can message us on YouTube. You can DM me and we'll certainly um, hook you up and get you some info. Um, thoughts on FSU selling that out? And then we'll get into some recruiting news. Some stuff's just kind of broke here and we'll go from there. Yeah, it, we'll get into realignment here shortly, but I, I think it sends a strong message to the SEC, right? Like, yeah, Florida State, our fans care, right? We, we are coming. We will be in force. We've not had a winning season since Jimbo left us, um, but we sold out 30,000 tickets. And, you know, typically for this one, I'd assume LSU had 30,000 as well. Um, and then the other 10, 15 are probably corporate, you know, Little Caesars, uh, 
you know, they'll go to those people and they'll distribute them how they do uh, in corporate America. But I, I cannot wait. I was telling my wife about it. She's excited. She loves, she's from New Orleans um, and she loves going to Florida State games ever since we've been together. And we are so excited that we're coming like eight deep. Um, like you mentioned, the tailgate's going to be phenomenal. Like, guys, please go get your get your tickets. Um, it, sorry, TJ, but I'm going to tell people, just go be a Patreon for one month in uh, September. Pay the 15 bucks. Save yourself $35. It'll be totally worth it. But I, I cannot wait. Uh, Florida State always has a really good showing in New Orleans. Obviously, we played in a lot of Sugar Bowls. Uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be a fun time, a great uh, great game and one I think we can win DJ and we'll see what happens but it, it's just going to be a fun weekend overall and I am all in I, I cannot wait we're what 50 days or so it, it here we go yeah I think we're 48 so it's coming soon yeah. um all right the, the one caveat to that obviously you you can sign up to a patreon and click you know cancel the next month I would certainly encourage you to not do that because the very yeah, next month we'll have the We'll have the Clemson tailgate. You get into that for free for the same price. The very the next Miami month, we'll have the Florida tailgate. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the idea is $15 a month. You get into every single tailgate for free. But if you want to sign up and cancel, then sign up and cancel. Sign up and cancel. That's fine, too. Um, yeah, let's do this. A little bit of breaking news. We'll add this to the stream and look at it. Um, Desmond Ricks, the number one player in the 2024 Oof. class. We were we kind of had this a little bit lower down in the uh, – in the in the lineup today but it kind of just broke right now so figured we would talk about it the number one player five-star cornerback desmond ricks um out of img obviously you can see there just kind of broke uh according to on three uh, to 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 put a little perspective on this florida state's um been in this recruitment there were some rumors that desmond ricks would commit uh around the beginning of april around the spring game that obviously didn't happen but last night the number one player in the 2024 class desmond ricks five-star cornerback out of Florida, um, released a top 10 that Florida State wasn't on. And there was a lot of chatter about that. It's obviously very, very early. His signing day won't be for another, what, you know, 18 months. And so, okay, not great, but a lot of time to get back into a recruitment that Florida State was in really, really heavily. Um, And then a a quote comes out from Desmond Ricks, um, Hayes Fawcett on three, just released this uh, literally as we were going live. Um, at noon today, obviously, you can tell this was scheduled for a tweet to come out right at noon uh, on the dot. So, you know, certainly some marketing and some different things going on here. But Desmond Rick's quote, I haven't heard from them in months. It's like they gave up on me or something. It's like they must have gave up or something. Um, Florida State expected him to commit in April and he didn't. And it seems like. They stopped recruiting him at that point. I mean, what in the world is going on with defensive back recruiting? Obviously, you had the massive, massive whiff with Travis Hunter on early signing day that a lot of people thought, you know, Woodson was absolutely killing it because he had Thomas and McCall and Hunter committed. And a chink in the armor, obviously, when you lose the best player in the nation and then he doesn't commit in April and you just stop recruiting him. I've reached out to a couple of people. If we kind of get updates while we're live on here, I'll, you know, you know, if there are things I can share, I'll certainly share them. But this is not good. This is not a good look for FSU at all. No, like you mentioned, it's his top 10, right? And we were largely considered his leader for the longest time. Um, you know, it, it was almost 
like Travis Hunter-esque to the point where, you know, number one defensive back, uh, top player in the country. And we thought for sure, yeah, that if we want him, he's ours. That quote that you have up on the screen right now, I haven't heard from them in months. It's like they gave up or something. That is troubling to me because what is Marcus Woodson doing? What is Mike Norvell doing? That is not a good look at all. And I don't care if you don't think you're getting him when he's five-star clear, you know, and you can say he's number one, top five, whatever. When you have an elite talent like that and who clearly has a lot of interest in Florida State and now he's saying, they just gave up on me? I don't like that at all. That 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 is troubling because it shows me, like, what are we doing with, with other recruitments as well? Uh, but again, Desmond Rick's a, someone who many people penciled into Florida State's class, now not in the top 10. Uh, kind of crazy. You know, Florida State certainly has had their ups and downs in recruiting, but this was a commitment that pretty much everyone accepted. He was going to commit to Florida state in the early part of April. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if we'll ever find out what happened there that for that recruitment to not have taken place, but a lot of people expected it. And um, I don't know it. Obviously what happened to lead to him, not recruiting and not committing at that time. um, But to then just not even pay any attention to him. And I think what a lot of people thought was, okay, well, he'll commit to Florida State, but he's not going to stay committed, right? Like, they're going to have to hold on for a year and a half. The commitment's going to happen way too early. But you'd rather be in that position and have him committed and trying to hold on um, and have him recruiting other people to Tallahassee and things like that, like Travis Hunter did. And, um, man, for him to just not even – for him to not have him in the top 10 and then for this to come out, right? Like if something bad had happened or, you know, whatever, and you, you could try and like sort through it and figure it out. I mean, that's one thing, but for him to not even put Florida state in his top 10, I mean, just absolutely kind of insane. If if you're watching here, certainly would be more than happy to, to kind of share your comments, share your thoughts. I know it's kind of crazy for uh, self-sabotage for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is rough. This is this is crazy. And again, I don't know if he would have ended up signing at Florida State in you know a year and a half and next December anyway. A lot of talk about him maybe reclassifying. I don't know if that happens or not. But for him to not even put you in his top 10 and for it to really look like, okay, why didn't he put us in his top 10? Well, the answer was, it sounds like we haven't been recruiting him, right? Yeah. And that's obviously his side of the story. I don't know. I mean, you're not going to – obviously, you know, Coach Woodson's not going to come out and say like, oh, we actually have been recruiting him. So you probably never hear the other side of the story, but um, yeah, that's wild. And and yeah, <laughs> another another blunder, another fatal blow um, in what is becoming a really really rough tenure for uh, um, for Florida State. I, you know, I'm watching watching you know tweets roll across the timeline, and I see you know Blowstein talking about expounding on it on on the bench today. So certainly go give the 247 guys a follow if you don't already. Uh, excited uh, excited to see what what uh, is kind of coming down the pike. I'm sure the message boards and everything else are just an absolute crap show. Um, but do us like a favor. You said, it's, a, it's a 2024 kid. So Yeah. Well, again, just to stop recruiting. I mean, and that's a big thing, right? Like everyone has yeah. pointed to this 23 class um, as – okay, well, this 23 class is going to struggle, but the 24 class is really what we're building for. Like, that's going to be the one to bring us back. And for us to just stop recruiting the best player in that 2024 class, again, two sides to every story, 
we'll see what, you know, see what maybe is said by some of the people that cover recruiting and are a little bit closer to it than we are. But, uh, yeah, that's a wild one. Again, I didn't know we were going to start with that today, but uh, that's not good. That's I, rough. I have, no, it, I have no words for if this staff really has just stopped recruiting. Yeah, and you think, us. obviously, we, we think back to 2017 when Jimbo – like uh, many of us knew he was going to AM right early on, like early, early, like September, um, October at the latest. And uh, we knew this because the high school kids said, Hey, I haven't heard from Jimbo or his staff in six weeks, eight weeks. Like he truly stopped recruiting. And it sounds like that's what happened here. And that to me is troubling. Um, and I still think Mike Norvell could be the guy for Florida state. I I'm fully supportive of him. But you cannot stop recruiting this kid. And again, like you've said, TJ, there's two sides to every story, right? I'm sure if Mike Norvell, if we got him on the on the phone right now, he'd say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm texting him every day. But clearly his perception, Desmond Ricks, is that they don't want me, so I'm not interested, and I've got these other 10 schools, and, and that's problematic. Luckily, we do have some good news on the recruiting front we'll get to shortly. But yeah, this, this is concerning. Yeah, no, it, the game's... And I don't know, you know, I, I'm I'm still somewhat positive on uh, on the yeah somebody the 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 <laughs> it's fine meme um, with the guy drinking the coffee is is absolutely spot on, Patrick. Um, the the I, I'm still somewhat high on the team this year. I still think that we'll we'll do pretty well in the field, but I, this recruiting is just abysmal right now. And um, you got one recruiter on the know, staff, and that's not yeah, good. It it's just not. She's not going well. So um, anyway, try to bring positivity. Try to try to really be as as go donate as can, to but, right now. People. Yeah. But yeah, for them, you know, for the news to come out that they're not even recruiting me again, that that's just kind of wild. And, yeah, you know, we'll we'll kind of move on from there because, again, I don't know what else to even say about about that tough one. Um do us a favor and hit that subscribe button. Um, hit the like button. Appreciate the numbers that we see in here. We've kind of moved away from doing this show everywhere. It's literally only on YouTube now as we try to grow that platform. Um, it's not on Twitter anymore. It's it's not on Facebook. We've shared it to the different like locations um, such as Twitter, but we appreciate those that are hanging out on um, YouTube and, uh, and hit that subscribe button. It certainly helps out with uh, a lot that we do here. A little bit of good news. Again, it's it's tough to transition to this, but we'll we'll kind of keep it moving and and try and get out of here before we spend all day on it. Um, Florida State did land a four star blue chip twenty twenty two our class of twenty three recruit um, Keldrick Falk uh, committed to Florida State over Auburn, Clemson, and Florida. Um, the trenches trenches have been good. The recruiting in the trenches have been really really good. Um, Shout out to Coach Papuchas. That was a battle between Clemson, um, Auburn, Florida, and Florida State. Not a lot of people knew exactly where he was going to end up. Um, he kept it pretty close to the vest, but did end up picking Florida State. And um, you have to build a team through the trenches. We're whiffing in a lot of places, and uh, that's not good. But take the wins where you can get them. A big, big pickup for a kid that again, Clemson wanted, Auburn wanted, Florida wanted, Mike Norvell and staff, Coach Papuchis, his his team pulling Keldrick Falk, uh, four star defensive end out of Alabama. Yeah, like you said, you got to give Coach JP uh, some some kudos here, right? Because that's a big win. Um, and and uh, you know, 
there's been reports that Clemson may have cooled on him a little bit, but he was still a take, right? If he had called Dabo Sweeney and said, hey, I'm committing, that was absolutely a take. So the fact that you stuffed Dabo, Billy Napier, and whoever the coach at Auburn is these days in a locker, that's a big win for Florida State. Uh, And it's funny because, you know, we, we think of the tail end of the Jimbo days. All we did was sign blue chip skill players but never in the trenches and now we're we're loading up the trenches which i'd prefer to do uh so it's it's a great look for florida state uh, again building those trenches now you need to get these skill players on the fold and i think when the season plays season comes if you beat lsu beat uh louisville win some games early on yeah you could have a really nice recruiting class so uh, i'm definitely excited about where florida state stands right now I think the recruiting class has a chance to be phenomenal. I think it's already borderline phenomenal, but you just look at the trenches, uh, largely because of Coach Atkins and Coach JP. So, so definitely shout out those two guys. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Atkins, JP, Odell, there are some good things that are happening on this staff. The, the, big, the big issue, and not to continue to harp on the negative, but it's kind of hard to not um, talk through some of that too. And there's a lot of time. Maybe this is a wake-up call for FSU, again, going back to the Ricks thing. But, again, just not not, not an ideal situation for sure. Um, I have a conspiracy theory. Maybe we'll go back to this in just a minute. But a really, really good pickup from, from Florida State um, to get Fall committed. Florida absolutely wanted him. Clemson, he would have been a take at Clemson. I mean, like you said, I, we certainly would have, um, you know, it sort of made a, made a bad week even worse. All right, going back to the Ricks thing. You think there's any chance that Florida State has been recruiting him, and this is just this is just Dion? Like you saw Jackson State in the top yeah. ten. Is yeah. there a chance that Florida State has been recruiting him, and Dion's just like sabotaging a little bit? There's my conspiracy theory. I, today. I I don't think Dion's sabotaging at all, but I do. And shout out Dion, man, he's doing what he has to do. He's going after the. He says, hey. I don't care, Florida State, Alabama, Georgia. I'm going to come after your recruits. And if you can beat me, great. If not, I'm taking these kids. So I I, I don't think so to what you're saying, like purposely, like uh, maliciously leaving Florida State out of his top 10. But it's it's such a wild story. Like Hunter, Hunter commented, it. it is wild that we were the perceived front runner. Like we're going to get this kid if we want, at least for now. And then we'll try and hold off Georgia, Bama, and et cetera down the end. Uh, but for him not to have Florida State in his top 10, I don't think it's Dion, but I, I definitely get that conspiracy theory a little bit because, man, Dion, he's got to like be mad. Was, he, he didn't I mean, get that like, interview at Florida State. He, was, he didn't get that interview. He wanted it. He would, didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, you say you don't see it. You say you don't see it being Dion, but like Dion is the one that basically convinced Travis Hunter to lie and continue to lie on who he was committed to and being sold out for Florida state, which you have and to got do him to, Dion's and, position though. You and have got him yeah. and got him to fool the staff and everyone else into thinking that it was going to happen. And then Dion was again there for the dramatics on signing day. So, I mean, it, it's conspiracy theory. I'm not saying it's hundred well, percent true. The, the fact but, that Dion give me a sec, but so again, flair for the dramatics, Dion, could this be, a situation where Florida State has been recruiting him, and Dion says, "Like, hey, we're going to coordinate this to kind of screw them over." Again, you saw Hayes's tweet was scheduled. Hayes had that in the chamber, yeah. ready to go, and scheduled it right for noon. It wasn't like 
it wasn't like it just came out at 11.54 when he got the quote. It was scheduled right for noon when the most people would be on the timeline. I'm just saying something the most crazy conspiracy theory. I'd love to hear from the people in the comments. Like, am I crazy or is there a chance uh, that, that so, that's real? All right, go ahead. So I think Dion is a very calculated person, right? So he went on the Dave Portnoy show the day before National Signing Day and said with a bold face, we are going to shock the world. He's like, Jackson State is going to shock the world tomorrow. And I watched that, and I didn't even think of Travis Hunter in my mind. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, Dion thinks he's going to sign a three-star guy, whatever. And then the, when the rumors started happening, the, the Knowles 247 live show, right, with Ingram and Trey and everyone, it was it was amazing drama. And then when they started saying, oh, no, he got that barstool bag, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is not good. But, yeah, Dion, he is very calculated. Um, he went on Barstool, which is a massive platform, said, well, I'm going to shock the world tomorrow. And the next day he signed Travis Hunter. So I, I'm not saying it's a crazy conspiracy theory um, because that seems to be how Dion is moving right now. And, and maybe the Slitter State give him a look. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess that's a conversation not for today, but for, you know, we'll see what happens after the season. But yeah, Dion, I, good for him, man. I, honestly, I'm I'm not mad at all. So I just reached out to a couple of people and have been chatting and I have seen, I'm, I'm not trying to go down, continue to going down the conspiracy side of things. Um, but I don't know that it's true that they have, haven't been recruiting him. That's all I'll say. I can't go super deep into, you know, like exactly what I've been told, but it sounds like we've continued to recruit him. Obviously, the number one player in the 2024 um, class is going to be an NIL play. Um, what I'm being told is I, I don't know that it's confirmed. Like, obviously, a kid says what he said. Travis Hunter said he was coming to Florida State. So, obviously, some kids are liars, right? Like, you just can't, you know, kids lie, I lie, Richie lies, whatever. Um, kid says he's not been recruiting been being recruited i'm being told that that's not necessarily the case uh number one player in the 2024 class is a massive nil play i think we all realize that um and i'm i'm being told that there's you know not it's not necessarily that florida state hasn't been recruiting him more more details to come so all right let's cool on ricks let's i'll try not to bring that back up um Maybe that does kind of feed into my, you know, conspiracy theory a little bit. But again, I don't think I don't think we're in a situation where the staff really has stopped recruiting him. That that's that's no. all. That's my take. Um, kid can say what he wants, but I uh, I don't know that that's necessarily the 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 case or the truth or whatever. Um, all right, moving on. Florida State missed on another um, commit this week in Avery Stewart, four star defensive back that ended up picking Kentucky. Um, I have a, I have a thought on this, Richie. I want to talk with you about it. Um, Zach Blostein of Nose 247 has talked about how this was an NIL play. Um, and so I have a thought on the NIL side of this that I want to kind of like talk about and, and, uh, and, and chat through. Before we do that, I do want to give a quick shout out to Gramco. You can give a follow to the underscore Gramco. It's the Gram company founded by FSU students, now alums. You can shop at thegramco.com and use code DFNS25. That's DFNS25. You get 25% off all your Delta 8 needs from vapes to pre-rolls. Um, 
gummies, hard candies, whatever you need, they've got you covered. TheGramCode.com. Help cool some of your recruiting frustrations by uh, by hitting up the Graham Company and supporting the people that support this show. All right, my take is this. We lose a battle to Kentucky, and, and I'll air quote, lose a battle to Kentucky. And I think it's one of the unintended consequences of NIL. And I alluded to this on the message board, and this is my theory, right? So I'm not saying this is 100% gold, but right now Avery Stewart is the best player in Kentucky's class, right? And he's probably the around the 10th best target that, that Florida State is recruiting or would be recruiting. And so he's an important piece, but not necessarily the top piece. Um, yeah, Patrick, shoot me a DM on, on, uh, on Twitter and I'll, I'll get you the, uh, get you the link. Um, actually, I think I can just do it from here, but, uh, so anyway, I think Kentucky valued Avery Stewart more than Florida state did in, in an NIL sense. Right. I don't think that we got beat out. I don't think that Florida state. Uh, couldn't have won a bidding war with Kentucky. This is my take. This is not confirmed. I don't have, but I do think that Kentucky realizes that that's probably about the best recruit that they can get. Um, they're not going to pull a five-star. They're not going to pull a, a high, high-ranked four-star. Um, and so I just think that when you look at the values of different guys, I think that that's uh, how the schools value them or how they kind of view the recruits is important. And I don't really think Florida State, I mean, they lost the battle because the kid committed to Kentucky at the end of the day. I mean, they, they didn't get the recruitment, but I also could see a situation where Florida State strikes out on a few guys, circles back around on signing day and the kid commits to FSU. So I don't think that one's over by a long shot. I also don't have a problem with Florida State prioritizing the way that they take commits and the way that they take recruits and Kentucky and Florida State, if they were battling it out for, Desmond Ricks or the number one player in the country. I like Florida State to win that battle. I think they pony up more and win that battle. When Kentucky's battling out for your their their number one guy and your tenth best recruit, a little bit different values kind of assigned there nil wise, and it, it doesn't really shock me that Kentucky picked him up. I don't know if you have a massive takeaway there or any thoughts on the Avery Stewart commitment, but it's kind of one of the unintended consequences of nil because had money not been a factor, he's at Florida State for sure. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the nail on the head right there, right? Because I've had you know several people that would know tell me he, he committed to Mike Norvell and he committed to um, Stoops, Mark Stoops. So he committed to both schools privately. And when he left Tallahassee for his official, he was going to be a Florida State Seminole. And then Kentucky got you know, back involved and said, Hey, we can pay you this. And it was a bidding war and one that I think Florida state didn't want to be a part of it, which is fine. Uh, so I, I do think NIL was a major deal here. I, if no NIL is involved, I think he's absolutely at Florida state because again, he did commit to Mike Norvell um, that, that I've heard from multiple people that would know, uh, but he also committed to Mark Stoops and that's where it stuck for now. So it, I wouldn't put a, I wouldn't put a lid on this recruitment just yet because I do think if Florida State wants to get involved again, they can. But for now, I'm not surprised. And, you know, Kentucky did what they had to do. Um, good for them. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, shore up our, our recruiting board right now. But, yeah, it, 
it's not a shock uh, when you talk to people who are kind of involved with how it happened and how it played out. Yeah, I uh, I could certainly see Florida State rolling back around there. I could certainly see um, them getting back involved. So we'll kind of see. I did just drop the link to the tailgate tickets in the chat. So again, you can't click on it on the screen where I just showed it. But uh, Patrick had asked about it. Some other people have asked us as well. Um, come hang out with us for the tailgate. All you can eat, all you can drink. Parking is not included. There will be a ton of parking around there. Basically, what we've done is we've bought an entire parking lot. We'll have tents. We'll have shade. We'll have private bathrooms. We'll have bars. We'll have food. It'll be a great setup, but there's no room for parking once we put all that other stuff in. So you'll have to park somewhere really close or do the smart thing and just Uber. It's New Orleans. It's going to be wild. Those private bathrooms, CJ, that's the selling point for me. Like when I told my wife, like, yeah, we have our own private bathroom. She's like, oh, I would pay $100 for that. Like, cause yeah. that's a big deal when you're tailgating for eight plus hours out in the sun in the middle of downtown New Orleans. Yeah, it's 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 definitely the move. So, uh, also the jambalaya, the jambalaya. I'm, I'm, <laughs> don't get the Guthrie's people mad at me, but I'm excited about the jambalaya. So, um, okay, some more potential good news. I need to have a good day tomorrow, Richie. I do not need to have a bad day today. Is actually today's not a bad day because I'm really not, you know, like the Travis Hunter thing hurt me hard, but. I am not going to be upset about a 2024 recruit. I, you know, I think the shape of recruiting at Florida State is not very good right now. And I can just, you know, very bluntly say that, but I'm not going to get that upset over, you know, what a 2024 wow. kid says or doesn't say as or, you know, what Dion's behind or whatever. But tomorrow is a kind of a big day, right? I, I you know, Lucas Simmons, uh, four star blue chip offensive lineman, originally from Sweden, is yeah. uh, announcing, uh, Teams that are in it are Florida State, Florida, with their two offensive line coaches, Tennessee and USC. A lot of people think this is a USC-Florida State battle, um, which is a little maybe worrisome because they can obviously drop some pretty massive bags. Um, the Tennessee folks seem to think that it's a Tennessee-Florida State battle, which that's uh, that's certainly interesting you know, from their perspective. Florida folks kind of think this is Florida State-USC, so – I think that that Florida State's in a really good position for this. The people that I've chatted with um, feel like Florida State has done absolutely everything they can and put themselves in a very, very good position to land Lucas Simmons. Um, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't think anybody has a crystal ball in for him right now, but I would certainly kind of lean towards Florida State picking him up tomorrow. Um, I feel good about it. I feel good about the relationship with Alex Atkins. I feel good about the position that Florida State has put themselves in with visiting with his family, his recruiting trips, the times he's been on campus. Um, they also got his last official visit. Not that that means everything. They got Avery Stewart's last official visit. But with Alex Atkins involved, with the relationship that he has with um, the staff, the way that we recruited the trenches, I feel really, really good about Lucas Simmons. I'm not calling it a done deal just yet. We'll see at 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow when he announces. Um but I do have a space to set up for 115. So we're going to talk about it one way or the other. Hopefully that's a more positive conversation. That thing is going to turn super, super negative. Um, if uh, if today's news that happened goes down and then we miss on Simmons tomorrow. But I've got confidence in Atkins. I've got the tweets and the gifts and everything lined up. Hopefully today's um, you know freak out will be quenched by uh, Lucas Simmons, offensive lineman committing tomorrow. It's going to come down to relationship, CJ, and lock it up. Lucas Simmons will be at Florida State Seminole tomorrow. 
I, I feel very good about that. And y'all can clip this if you'd like. That's fine. Uh, but no, I, I think relationships, that, that's what it comes down to. Alex Atkins has been on this kid since he was in Sweden still, right? Like he, he's always been on them, had a great relationship. Uh, one of the best stories I've heard is uh, about when it, uh, he came to a Florida State big man camp and on a visit recently, Alex Atkins sat down with him, showed him video of him making mistakes in the big man camp and then Atkins coaching him up and then him doing much better the next rep. That goes a long way. I, I really feel good about this one. Uh, I don't think Florida's a real player. I, like you mentioned, I think it's Tennessee, potentially USC, but if it comes down to strictly relationships and NIL is not a factor, he's going to be committing to Florida State tomorrow. I feel really good about the relationships that this staff sets forward. Um, I think that uh, Alex Atkins does a fantastic job of being yeah. real with kids. And, you know, you, you see the memes and you see the different things, you know, posted. Um, Alex Atkins is probably one of the only ones that's that's really pulling his weight right now. Um, Papucci is doing a good job. Odell's doing a good job. There, there's some other guys on staff that are, that are doing okay. But uh, yeah, this is one that that Florida State needs to uh, needs to close on. They've done a good job. They got Kearney, the four star offensive lineman, obviously on the defensive side with Lamont Green Jr. and um, Falk that we mentioned earlier. But uh, yeah, this would this would be a really really big one. Florida State needs to kind of pull it to have some kind of positivity. As we continue on into July, got a few more announcements um, coming over the next few weeks. And so this would be a really good way to go into those. Feel good about Simmons. Richie put his crystal ball in. Um, yeah. Florida State. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven for right now. Seven confidence. Yeah. I, I mean, if I had a crystal ball, I would, I would, I would put it. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'd put it on Florida State and I'd uh, probably make it like a 10. So. Uh, that's that's where I'd have it. So, um, all right. That's I why you don't have crystal balls, DJ. Yeah, because I mean, whatever. You know, like if you're gonna if you're gonna put your name on it, put your name on it, right? Like they used to not exactly. even have confidence, and so like I don't know if you're putting it in, like you're confident and confident enough to put it in, like just put it in a ten. You know, like it is what it is. So, um, all right. What else we got? I want to give a quick shout out to Garnet and Gold. You can go to garnetandgold.com. The Nike drop is okay. Listen. The Nike drop is not happening like it normally does, where they just get all their Nike stuff at one time. The Nike drop has already started. There's polos that have hit. There's different Nike items that are ha- that are already at garnetandgold.com right now. Go get the Nike items. They're, it, shipping's weird this year. You guys know about all the stuff, all the delays in shipping and just different stuff at your grocery store. You need to go take advantage of the Nike stuff on garnetandgold.com right now. Use code no slaw, N-O-S-L-A-W at garnetandgold.com. You save 15%. If your order is over 75 bucks, you get free shipping, but you need to not wait. Stuff is not going to be in stock like you think it is. The Nike stuff that'll just, it's not just all going to be there like it was, like you thought it would be for the Duquesne game when you get into town on week zero. I'm telling you, they're sending random amounts, weird amounts over the next five or six weeks. You need to, need to, need to, Go get your garnet and gold stuff now. Uh, what am I being sent here, here on the side? Oh, Richie's got a picture here of Franklin. Let me get this saved real quick and get it thrown up. <laughs> um, shout out to Richie's dog. Richie, tell us a little bit about this. 
so he gets he gets the bark box every month which if you know bark box if if you know you do if you don't you don't whatever but yeah like he garnet gold we got our order this month in it so i basically just bought my wife and the dog but yeah franklin he he loves that toy and he he's only an 11 pound dog but i can assure you that is some high quality uh fabric and whatever it is so got him the uh the toy and the little bandana there uh the wife got some shorts for to play tennis with and whatnot but garnet gold they have it all whether it's for you your wife whoever your pet they got you covered guys shout out to garnet gold again no slaw n-o-s-l-a-w save you 15 percent. you're not going to find the nike stuff anywhere else for that cheap um, like you said, get something for your dog too. throw a little bit, throw, I, what I always do is I throw a couple of extra things on there to, uh, <laughs> make sure that I get the free shipping. So shout out Garnet and gold. They do a great, you got to go over $75. That's right. Yeah. I mean, if you're at like $55, $60 anyway, you might as well throw an extra 20 bucks. Yeah. Throw an extra shipping is going to be five, 10 bucks. Anyway, you basically get some stuff for free. So shout out Garnet and gold. Appreciate them. Appreciate their support. Um, Okay. That's a lot of our recruiting news. That's the focus of what we've been doing. I want to give a couple of other quick plugs, quick shout outs. Um, we did a show with Alex Atkins that you guys can go back and check out from a, about a week and a half ago. Talks about relationships. It's really quick. It's like 20 minutes. Go check that out. Really, really good stuff. We have a pop-up episode coming later this week that you guys are will want to check out. And then I'm going to do something with the Softball Girls and Rising Spear on Wednesday night. We're going to rewatch the Alabama game. So check that out. We will certainly have a lot of fun there. Uh, Rising Spear has a new campaign up where you can donate directly to the specific and individualized sports, whether it be softball, beach volleyball, any of the women's sports. Obviously, if you just pick the main one, it goes to football and some others. So you can designate which sport you'd like to give to. So good stuff there. Shout out Rising Spear. Look for us on Wednesday night. If you're watching, if you're listening, hit the subscribe button. We would appreciate that. Yes. Richie, I want to talk a little bit of conference realignment and then get out of here because I can't take it anymore after all this Rick stuff. I want to go, um, I want to go, you know, wallow in pity on the, uh, on the timeline. So some more rumors have come out. Some different things have kind of come out with conference realignment, nothing really sticking, but it seems like everybody wants to be the first to break this news on conference realignment, but the way they're doing it is very much like, Oh, I'm hearing that talks might be happening. Sources between, say, yeah. yeah, sources are telling yeah. me that talks are happening and they're in the early stages. And I just can't say anything yet, but there might be some stuff happening and nobody has any confidence or any clue what's going on. Don't believe a damn thing you hear. All of it, it is crazy. my advice right now. Like, I don't think like, like we've seen it all right. Like random swim blog posts saying, like, Oh, I've confirmed with sources. No, uh, I do think Florida State will be in a new conference in the next three to four years, but I don't believe a single report I see right now because, like you said, TJ, everybody wants to be first. 2011, I remember living in Charleston, South Carolina, and everyone's saying, oh, yeah, Florida State and Clemson are going to the SEC. And I'm like, oh, I, I see that reported, but I don't think that's actually happening. Well, we're 2022 now. That never happened, right? So I, I think it's any report you see around conference realignment, don't take any it's not valid like, like just ignore it because it, when it does happen it's going to happen out of nowhere kind of like usc and ucla going to the big 10 nobody was talking about that until the news dropped and it was it was a massive you know sound wave and that's where it is and that's what's going to happen when it comes time for florida state clemson miami whoever it may be 
Yeah. I'm reading some uh, some takes. And yeah, you know, the big thing is that everybody's a fake insider. Everybody's got info. <laughs> Everybody wants to tweet about, oh, this is, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, I told you guys first. Like you, you had the guy from the swimming page the other day, right? The swim swim. <laughs> if he misses on that, and you can say the conversations yeah. just conversations just fell apart. All I said was they were discussing it, right? Like there was no yeah. substance. Speaking of substance, there was no substance <laughs> to the report. Um, they were speaking about it, you know, they were just talking about it. who knows what would end up happening. Um, you people on Twitter, oh, did you hear about the SEC first for me? Or you know, did this happen or did that happen? Who knows, man? Like nothing's final. We all think it's going to happen. Like we put out a video saying that we think the SEC is more likely, but yeah. I don't have any inside info. I don't, I don't, I'm not DMing Alfred every other day and saying like, Hey man, are we going to the SEC? I feel like he probably wouldn't tell me that. So um, as cool as he is with us. So I don't know. You have the swimming guy come out and if he's wrong, who cares? Right. Those cares, teams yeah. One of those teams doesn't make it. He's just, Oh yeah. They got a better offer from the big 10. The other three did make it. See, I was right. If he happens to be right. If in if in four months those four teams that he mentioned UNC Virginia Florida State Clemson go he's gonna dunk all over everybody and say look I was right back then so there it's a win win for him right like there there's no well it's a win there's no downside right? yeah like there's no, no there's loss none. worst case right he's now. wrong so, and nobody remembers yeah nobody's gonna remember because once it eventually breaks the news is not gonna be like oh remember what I'm saying it's just gonna be talking about what yeah. broke and stuff so it's hilarious to watch I do think the SEC is the most you know. Most likely you can go to the roll up networks, YouTube. And we did a panel on Friday night talking about conference realignment, how it affects the different shows on the, on the, on the network um, from Florida state to Georgia, to Florida, to Miami, to Virginia, the different shows that we have on the roll up network. That was really, really fun. Really, really cool. A lot of people watched that. A lot of people enjoyed it. Um, you can go check that out here. I'll link it um, as we're chatting right now. Cause that was really, really cool. And, I think you guys would enjoy that, but uh, yeah, uh, people are people are wild with this stuff, and really just you know, I, it's the race to be first. And Newberg's talked about this when he's been on. Um, it is absolutely the race to be first, and so I'll throw this in the chat. Roll up uh, conference, and that, that's what I love. Like we don't yeah. pretend to be like breaking news people, TJ. Right? Like we just. Comment as it happens. I'm just a fan so, with takes, man. So, I'm just a so fan there, with bad takes. No, there's no stress for us because we're not trying to break news. Like, oh, I'm hearing the SEC is calling. No, we don't care. Like, if it happens, we'll talk about it because it, it's exciting. But yeah, it's nice not to be in the breaking news business because you look like a fool more often than not, typically in those industries. So yeah, I just it's it's wild to see that. So. Um, yeah, Mike brought up this. I'm doing some college football live streams, so I, I'm such a loser. And I actually had to sit around for the last <laughs> couple of days. Loser, I, that's fun. <laughs> I couldn't get some stuff. I had to sit at home for a couple of days, just had some stuff kind of going on. I couldn't go out. I was, wasn't feeling great. And so I've just been live, <laughs> just, just been live streaming college football and like thousands of people are tuning in to watch it. So we're doing the 2022 football schedule. We're six and zero. We beat NC State last night. Um, updated rosters. Subscribe here to the YouTube, um, and you'll Is see Jordan all those still games. Healthy? Jordan, he gets hurt every other week, but I bring him back oh, because man. we're not playing a dynasty. <laughs> you can't like change the schedule. Um, yeah. So every game's an exhibition. So we bring him back every week. Um, Florida State six and zero. I keep increasing the sliders for the computer and decreasing them for me. So it's getting progressively harder and harder. We play Clemson later today. Uh, that'll be a tough one. So 
fingers crossed. But thank Mike always hangs out for it. We appreciate it. Um, Laterrence asked about uniforms. I don't think anything is changing with Florida State's uniforms this year. Uh, for more for money and more importantly, recruiting purposes, elite players, FSU's got to go to the SEC. Um, the most elite players want to play there. I, I agree with that on the surface. I also think that it's just going to be two super conferences, and the Big Ten's not going to fall that far behind with brands like Ohio State, Michigan, USC, probably Notre Dame eventually. I think they'll do just fine as well. But I agree. I think the SEC still does hold more weight, and that's where I'd like to get. I don't think it's a massive loss if if Florida State gets to the uh, to the AC or to the Big Ten. It's still an upgrade over the ACC. Um, I'm reading some stuff right now, and I'll give the shout out here to, to Bud Elliott um, uh, at uh, Knowles two four seven in the Knollcast. Appreciate both him and Ingram um, a ton. Bud's take on this whole Desmond Ricks thing, and I've got the Desmond Ricks thing, and then we'll we'll wrap up and get out of here. Um, Bud's take on this is essentially that. Florida State staff read the room and knew they weren't going to land him anyway. Once he didn't commit in okay. April, they read the room and realized he wasn't he wasn't going to sign with them next December. I don't love the idea of giving up because if you were so close to getting him to commit, maybe you stay in it. But it is time, money, and resources that you're investing into a kid. And every time you invest time, money, and resources into a kid, and then he ends up not committing to your school. You've wasted those time, money, and resources. And so if that's the case, and the staff read the room, and he was supposed to commit in April, and then something happened, and he didn't commit, I don't know if that was something good, something bad, something indifferent, and just had a headache and didn't feel like sending the tweet. I don't know. But if that's the staff's position, is we knew we couldn't get him, so we cut our losses and focused on other people. I kind of, I'm not saying I understand it, but I, it, it makes it maybe a little bit more explanatory. Shane on the bottom has a good question. Uh, go ahead, Richie. I was going to say, yeah, I'll I'm fine with that here. because if they did truly feel like a, there's no way he's going to sign with us, move on, right? Because I remember, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, TJ, but Dante Fowler uh, was committed to Florida State, elite defensive lineman. And for about three months, everyone assumed he was going to flip to Florida. And his dad was very active on War Chance message board saying, no, he's going to Florida State, he's going to Florida State, he's going to Florida State. And on signing day, we got caught with egg on our face, right? Like he's commit, he flipped to Florida. So if that's what happened where they just knew there's nothing we can do here, right? Like it, it is what it is. He's going to go somewhere else. So we're going to move on at that. I get it. Um, but I also understand the people saying like, man, he's a top five player in the country. Fight for him, you know, as much as you can. Yeah. Especially because, like, if you so say Florida State finds a way, and we, we've got a couple of weeks from now, we're going to do like our season predictions where we yeah. really go game by game and talk about it. But say, like, Florida State wins all their coin flip games or four out of five of their coin flip games, beats all the teams they're supposed to beat, and they win nine games this year, make a bowl and win 10. Right? I'm not predicting that. But say you get to 10 wins, right? And the ceiling is raised, and you end up with the top 15 class this year. And then next year, you're on a similar trajectory, right? You're at eight, nine, 10 wins. Then could you have gotten Ricks? You know, now again, it's to answer Shane's question, how much does it cost to give the call, kid a call? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, right? Like, how much does it cost to continue to recruit him? I don't know. I don't know what the actual logistics of recruiting one kid are. 
But I know that if you're, if all you're doing is giving him a call here and there, that's not recruiting him hard like the other schools are. So yeah, yeah, to answer your question, it doesn't cost anything, right? Like you always can find time to make one more call, get one more kid on the phone. It's the time, money, and effort of bringing him to campus, having him part of the, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the exact answer on like what it actually costs to recruit a kid, but to be in battles like that, it costs more than to recruit. It it ain't cheap, especially when you're recruiting against Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Clemson, everybody else. And, and for a number one kid in the class, I don't know what the NIL angle is here. But I, you know, if if there's an NIL aspect that Florida State just kind of said, like, yeah, that's that's not feasible for us right now, that, you know, that could be some of it too. I'm not saying that that is. You, you'd hope that by next year at this time, you'd have NIL in a place, which which I do have full confidence yeah. in the Rising Spear guys, and this is not like a, di- a dig at them at all. But you'd hope that you have NIL in the place that you need to be next year to to really go out and, and win a number one recruit. You know, so yeah. I don't know. Um, a little bit worrisome, but is what it is. Like I said, if the staff cut their losses and moved on, then that's what they did, and and, and we'll see. So, Richie, fun episode today. Not the best news at the beginning, but good episode. Um, lots to talk about, lots to kind of uh, break down. We'll be back. I don't know exactly when the pop-up is going to be. I'll just tell you, the pop-up is being recorded on Wednesday night, but because we have the – I'm doing the softball thing after that, I may not – air it until thursday we'll see we'll just kind of see how things work out um but we will have a pop-up and i'll just say it's with the coach at fsu that i think you guys are going to be excited about and want to see so um tune in for the pop-up hit the subscribe button if you listen to this on apple podcasts do me a favor go over to youtube smash that subscribe button we've had over um i want to say we've had 125 new subscribers since uh, in the last 13 days. So we've really put a lot of content on YouTube. Um, we've been streaming games. We've been cutting up episodes. We've been doing our episodes over here to grow this platform. So do us a favor, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. We certainly would appreciate it. Richie, you have any shout outs before we get out of here? Uh, none this week. I, I don't think so. Um, I'm just excited. Actually, shout out. Yeah. Uh, Paolo Banchero, the Orlando Magic, we finally might be good again in a few years uh i love our young core for the magic uh but paolo just absolutely dismantled jabari smith who is who i actually wanted the magic to pick in the draft uh against houston this week so yeah shout out paolo um shout out my guy aaron cabrera aaron just posted on twitter that he got engaged <laughs> not to oh, be tied can't wait to good spend the rest him. of my life yeah bro i'm not making jokes about this man uh good for him congratulations to aaron he lost out to newberg newberg got it done first but aaron did (laughs) did seal the deal Um, uh he's a good dude good for him shout out shout out my guy aaron um we'll be back later this week again we've got the fsu spaces coming tomorrow um 115 right 115 good news bad news we're gonna be there either way fire it up thank you for those that tuned in thank you for those that hung out again smash that subscribe button hit the like button that helps a ton here with the algorithm on YouTube. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, for hanging out. We'll be back with a, uh, a stream of the Clemson FSU 2022 game coming up here in a couple of hours. But uh, thank you guys a ton. Um, we'll see you guys soon and go Knowles. <laughs>